What is up? DGA Eppers. Today, we are here with a special guest. This is Kiera. Hello. <laughs> and so weird how we connected. You're going to hear the full story, but we're talking a lot about being vulnerable on social media, in real life, with friends and family. And I put a pretty vulnerable post up on my social media and we connected immediately. Immediately. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're going, and, and from there, I learned that she was writing a blog post on vulnerability. So the rest is history. <laughs> yes. It was like, okay, we got to talk about this. You need to, <laughs> she was, she actually lives in Philly, right? Yeah. Well, in Jersey, but close to Jersey. Jer- okay. Jersey. So she's home in Ohio right now for her bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. So she just stopped by <laughs> to do a podcast with us. We made some pancakes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> great morning so far. Yeah, I think you guys are really going to get a lot out of this just in terms of sometimes we try to guard ourselves, you know, to protect ourselves, but then, you know, vulnerability, once again, I have to speak slow because my tongue's half numb, but um, (laughs) yeah, that is just the the one thing that's going to help you connect with so many other people and really not feel alone if you're in a certain situation. And I even have some things that I talk about in this episode of me being scared to be vulnerable about, um, has to do with motherhood. And we kind of talked through that and I think I'm going to think on it and probably I'm going to do a post on it at some point. You'll do it. Yes. You you will. But it's, I think it's even neat in this episode, how we spin things around that. I mean, we even have some Mm -hmm. cool realizations. Mm -hmm. So I'm, but even talking about the vulnerability here, I got a different perspective that I had not looked at before. Right. Mm -hmm. So that even makes you feel better in your decisions that you're making. Absolutely to talk it through with people. Definitely. So cannot wait to hear what you think. We have our Instagrams linked in the show notes, but follow us and message us and be vulnerable. That's what we want you to take away from this. So I am on Instagram at at fitwith underscore Jenna Locke. And I'm Lauren. I am at Lauren Mayer underscore fitness. I am at underscore Kiki Noel. Yes. Perfect. So we'll, we will link them. We are also going to, I love it. Kiki. I know, it's so cute. We're going to link Kiara's blog post too, because we do talk about that and you'll get to read yeah. everything she has to say about being vulnerable too. Yes. And we're also linking um, another person's Instagram, Jim Quick. We talk about him. Uh, super positive guy. Awesome content. You have to go follow him. Uh, so we'll link that as well. All right. Okay. Don't Sounds forget. Good rate and review us because yes. we really want to know your feedback. We That's kind of our tip jar. We want to know if you can relate to these episodes and if you have suggestions on topics you want us to talk about, let us know. Yes. And by writing a review, it does create more buzz on our podcast. So it gets out to more people. So the more reviews and the ratings we get, the more people can listen um, and be aware. So just make sure you do that. We love it. All right. <laughs> Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good. The bad. The The ugly. And everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGA-effer. Like, don't give a bleep. 
or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGAFer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGAFer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. We're here with Kira today, and I love the way that we connected because it actually started when, I mean, we'd been talking on social media for like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, a couple months really through mutual friends and all of that. But I made a post on my social media just about me leaving teaching and where my mindset was and how I was feeling just kind of wrapped up with anxiety. And really for the first time, I shared how I had that moment driving to school where I was so in my head and so stressed out and so anxious that I would rather wreck my car than go to work that day. And Kira messaged me and we have been talking Mm -hmm. ever since. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And that was something that you could just kind of relate to. Yeah. I had a very similar experience. Um, Like you said, driving to work and just realizing that I was not happy, even though I went to work every day with a smile on my face and thought I was, it just wasn't the reality. So will you tell us some of your story, like some of your background and where where you were, where you are now and all of that? Yeah. So I, in that position, I was the executive director of a preschool, um, you know, at 30 years old, responsible for 40 teachers, well, 30-ish teachers um, and 160 families. And it was just a lot of responsibility. Um, You know, it's a job I would have expected to have at like 45 years old, (laughs) not not necessarily 30. Um, So I did, you know, kind of get to that position quickly. Um, but it was just the workload and the hours, uh, you know, I was working 50, 55 hours a week and coming home and not seeing my fiance. And it was just not something I was happy doing. Mm-hmm. Um, my self-care was definitely taking a backseat. And that's kind of where that moment stemmed from is I was just driving to work and I had a very similar experience. And I was like, it was kind of a wake up call. Mm-hmm. Just, I was not happy and something had to change. And I love that you took the initiative to change that though. Yeah. I mean, that is says a lot. It's I kind of had no idea what I was doing in the moment. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of how it goes, though. Yeah. Like you just have to take this leap of faith and make a change. And I feel like we all have that breaking point, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've probably tried to incorporate more self-care in, at certain times of our lives, and it didn't stick. Right. And But there's just – there's always – I think everybody can say mm-hmm. that's in our group or who have reached out to us or even us – there was a time where you're just like, this needs to change. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't care how hard it is. I don't care what I have to spend (laughs) money wise. (laughs) I don't even care at this point. You just get to that point. You're like, I'm, I'm done and I'm going to make a change. Well, and that's so true. Even with like weight loss. Cause we, I mean, we obviously talk a lot about health and fitness, but Kira, we were chatting earlier just about like yo-yo diets and all Mm -hmm. of that. And our last podcast episode was all about fad diets. So if you want to laugh, you can go listen to our our history there. (laughs) Um, But I was kind of sharing that for our wedding, I was so all in that I was in the best shape of my life. And then the day after we got married, I stopped working out and started eating whatever the hell I wanted and gained back almost 35 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then I became a fitness coach after that. Because I figured out there was an easier way. So I think it just, it takes that breaking point. But it also takes, like, even if you're sitting here and you're like, I don't know if I've hit a breaking point and you're just going to be like, well, I'm going to wait until I do. I don't think that's the message we're trying to send. It's, you know, with Jenna's wedding story, I mean, her why was her wedding. 
but her wedding ended. Right. There's an end date to that. So when you are committing to anything Mm -hmm. that is a change that you want to make to make yourself better, the why needs to be something that's never ending. Mm-hmm. And it might change, but you didn't, it was, first off, it was more surfacy. It right. wasn't anything deep. It oh, was no. just like, I want to be in shape for my wedding. So I look good <laughs> in pictures. Like, exactly. <laughs> that's very like, that's okay. I am right now. Right. That's yeah. it. Right. So it's like, we need to have a little bit more meaning to it and mm-hmm. something that kind of tugs at you. And that when the wedding's over, it's still a priority. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, I was not at that point, but I was, I mean, in high school, I had that eating disorder and I was, what was the reason? Because I wanted to be skinny. Cause that was the thing right. in high school. Everybody wanted to be skinny and you know, you want to be whatever. Cause high school's crazy, <laughs> but you know, like, you know, obviously that right. didn't last. It's, right. And so you got to really dig deep. Right. So that's kind of the history on how we really got connected with Kira and it's just really cool because she messaged me, Ben. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm writing a blog post on vulnerability. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds amazing. <laughs> and I think two messages later, we're yeah. like, oh, you're just going to be our podcast. Yeah, yes. come over. I'll be in Ohio in a couple weeks. Yes. Yeah. So it's yeah. perfect. So what? talk to us about your blog post and how did your blog even get started? So my blog got started by, you know, basically I wanted to be – kind of putting my thoughts out there somehow. And, you know, Facebook and Instagram are great, but I, I love writing. So I wanted to kind of incorporate that somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, and my first blog post is all about like, hey, Alexa, how do you start a blog? Because I had literally no idea. Yeah. Similar to your podcast, I'm sure you were like, how the hell do we start oh, this? Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> idea. <laughs> so that's just kind of my personality is um, I just jump in. Even if I don't know the plan, like I'll jump in and I'll figure it out later. I like, like that's, that's just how the I've best been. way to do it. Though. Yeah. That's just how I've been Love like that. forever. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of started, I just downloaded the word. I was like, Google, what's the best, like whatever. So I started a blog and it just kind of like, I don't know, journal on there. Um, I talk about, you know, positive mindset and vulnerability and just kind of putting your best self forward. Even if that means like working on yourself first, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, self-care was not something that I like grew up with. It's mm-hmm. not something that was like even like a thing in my family. Like we, you know, specifically bringing it back to like health and fitness, like we celebrated and like encompassed love, quote unquote, with food mm-hmm. and like all of that. So that was like your self-care it was like food and like being with family, not necessarily taking care of like yourself. Right. That makes well, sense. And you and I have kind of <clears throat> talked about that in terms of, you know, not only do you celebrate with food, yep. <laughs> but- when Everything. you're sad, let's yeah. go get ice, ice cream. cream. When yeah. you're happy, you eat food. When you're mad, you eat food. Like, Absolutely. And that was kind of my my start to emotional eating too. It's like anything, anytime there's anything that happens in your life, you go to food. Mm-hmm. So, so when she reached out to you about your post, it was more about the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And that's how you guys kind of talked about like how you were so vulnerable <laughs> in your post. Right. And you did a blog post yep. about why being vulnerable is so important. And mm-hmm. so can you kind of talk about what you maybe said in the blog? We'll, we'll link it too. Um, so you guys can read it, but yeah, it's, you know, I was just kind of talking about, you know, things are going to scare you in your life. And if you're not vulnerable and kind of put those fears out in the forefront, like, so basically if you lay out your fears and you're like, this is what I'm afraid of, this is what I'm doing. You, you one aren't going to get attacked by people. Cause you're like, it's already out there. Like mm-hmm. I already said that, mm-hmm. you know, that's already out there in the universe, whatever. 
But two, you're then kind of challenging yourself to push harder. Yeah. You know, I'm, you're saying, okay, this is what I'm not great at. This is what I need to work on. I'm going to let the world know it and I'm going to be vulnerable in the situation, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I titled it something like, you know, punch fear in the face or something like that because that's that. what you have to do. I mean, you have to kind of go into the situation and just say, all right, these are, you know, the things one, two, three that I need to work on. How am I going to get to that point? Mm-hmm. I think being vulnerable is very powerful too, just because. When people are vulnerable, I know I've noticed around me, like when I get into a really good conversation with somebody and they Mm -hmm. tell me something I didn't really know about them, but it like explains a lot, but it's like something maybe traumatic that happened to them or just anything. You almost like fall in love with that person even Mm -hmm. more. And you're like, why have you never shared this with anybody? (laughs) And not only that, but I'm going to spin that in a different direction. I think it's almost like, it gives you a different viewpoint into that person. So things mm-hmm. that may have really annoyed you about them before. Absolutely. You like understand. You now. understand. And you're like, oh, right. okay. Okay. I get it. I get it. Right. I can move on. I mean, so like, <laughs> yeah. we're all human, right? Like we right. all have things we're afraid of and we all have things that we think we're not great at. And, right. you know, we think that, you know, somebody else might do it better. Right. So, you know, if we all kind of open up and we're vulnerable in the situation, you will find that you have so many more strengths that you realize And you'll connect with people, like you were saying, on a totally different level because people just always have this guard up. You know, people are always worried about what other people think. Mm -hmm. And when you let that guard down, it's insane, like, how much you can grow as a person. Yeah. It is. And and I think you make really real friendships. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is something that I've really learned over the last three years because, and I think it is human nature to guard ourselves. Oh, for sure. I mean, you think that you're protecting, you're protecting yourself. And what you're really doing is you are doing more harm than good because other people out there can relate to what you're going through. Like if you're a mom who, or you wanting to be a mom, let's say, and you're just having miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage, and you're just holding that in because A, obviously you're extremely sad and emotional about it, but you think like nobody wants to hear me just complain about how I'm going through this. Mm -hmm. But there's so many people out there that are going through that. Right. And it's just more of a community aspect and like that support that you're going to get from others. And then you're also opening the door for somebody else to know that Mm -hmm. they're not alone. Right. Because if you share your story, you never know, you know, who's going to relate to that to that and who's Mm going to open up to that. Right. Well, and just how you yeah. and I connected, how we connected, it just, it blows my mind because I think, you know, social media can get a bad rap sometimes mm-hmm. for being negative and, sh- and, and complaining and sharing, you know, bashing people. We all use it as something powerful mm-hmm. to right. share our stories, to talk about what we've been through. And I think because of that, a lot of my best friends are now on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> I've never met them in real same. life before. I have the same situation. It's yep. just, it amazes me. And even tonight, I'm so excited because we have like eight girls from our coaching team going out to dinner. They're all local. Never met them before in real life, in person. And <clears throat> I can't wait because I know yeah. it's going to be so fun. <laughs> but it's all because we have shared, let people in mm-hmm. to what's going on in our lives, whether it's the good things or the not so good things, um, we're, we're letting them in. And I just know the post that you did about wrecking your car. I mean, we post almost every single day and like some posts are just kind of, people don't really relate to. And, and some posts blow up, like mm-hmm. people are like, Oh my God, you get like so many comments, so many, whatever loves and stuff. Um, and that just goes to show, I feel like every time we do a vulnerable post, it's like, it blows up. I know. And yeah. when it's more surfacey, it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, right. cool. And 
but it took a while for me to be ready to post that too. Oh, mm-hmm. same. You know, and, and it's so weird as, like, that those, it's hard. Those vulnerable posts are, you know, the hardest because yeah. you are worried about what other people are going to think and mm-hmm. uh-huh. that whole situation. Yep. I, I have a lot of things that I still have not said on my social media, just in terms of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, sometimes it scares me and I want to eventually get to the point where I can share it. But like, I, I don't, th- I don't know if people think the same way I do about being a mom. Mm-hmm. And I, I, cause I see a lot of stuff on Instagram, like moms mm-hmm. that are like obsessed with breastfeeding and moms that are obsessed with other things and I'm not. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, am I not a good mom? Because I, don't care about the stuff that these people care about. <laughs> like I, this stuff doesn't bother me. I don't need organic everything. Like, and so my parenting style or just kind of how I view motherhood, I feel is a lot different than a lot of people I see on social media. But the fact that you're saying that, how many other women out there do you think feel that way Yeah, mm-hmm. and are comparing themselves to all those posts about you know, breastfeeding and all, all the great things. Cause I think I'm going to be the same way. Yeah. I, I will absolutely be the same yeah. way. Like I'll probably breastfeed, but no, like my right. judgment is harsh. Right. It's very, it just like with, I don't know. I just, I get so like, I'm, I'm with my kid a lot and I'm super, I think attentive and I love him to pieces, but there's, I don't care about, I don't know, like working, running a business. Yeah. I don't like that stuff doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me to let him go stay at his grandparents mm-hmm. and go out with my friends. And it doesn't bother me that I'm going to Colorado for five days and he's not coming. Like that doesn't bother me. Like See, obviously me, I'm going to miss, I'm gonna miss him when I'm there, obviously, but like it doesn't bother me. Yeah. And there's so many people are like, I would, Oh my God, you're leaving your kid for five days. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but I think I think you're right here. I think that's healthy. I think think that's that's absolutely healthy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, I think it shows that you're secure in your motherhood and you're secure as a parent to be able to do that. Oh, I never thought of it that way. So you got to just post these vulnerable. I need to. (laughs) I need to. But this right here. This is why it's important to be vulnerable because Kiera just yep. spun that yep. mm-hmm. in a totally different way that you've never even thought about. No, because I just thought I would get criticized, which I don't, and I don't care to get criticized, but when it comes to my child, oh, absolutely. I get very, You're like, more of yeah, <laughs> like don't go there because I will get kicked off Instagram because of all the cussing and stuff that's going to happen. <laughs> so uh, don't go there. Oh. <laughs> all right. So let's. Let's take it back. When else have we been vulnerable and it's turned out to be a really good thing? Do you have any more examples of that? Oh, man. I don't know. I read a lot of vulnerable things and I'm like shaking my head and I'm trying to think of. Um, an ex- I mean, one of my friends actually told me that they were trying to have a baby and she was like having miscarriages. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. And like my heart went went out to her. And I don't know. My sister has been... My sister is a huge example of somebody who is super strong, like very independent and very strong. Um, and I feel like has recently, we have a, we have a good relationship now, but we didn't always. Mm-hmm. And she just told me she could never tell me things because whatever, you know, we're just so different. Um, but I feel like she's kind of been opening up a little bit more, not as much as I know she could, but it's making our relationship better mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if anybody else has sisters and <laughs> um, how your relationship is, but 
uh, we growing up had a good relationship, but then something happened in like our teenage years where we didn't get along like at all. Mm-hmm. Like she moved to North Carolina. It was probably the best thing that could have happened for us just because we needed to get away from mm-hmm. each other for a little bit. And then I think that developed and then she became a mom and stuff. So she, we kind of have a lot more in common, but it, it's hard. How is it hard to be vulnerable to your siblings? <clears throat> mm-hmm. It is though. It, it is. is. It is. Well, and I, it think, is. and I think it can even be hard to be vulnerable to your family. I was mm-hmm. going to say, I think being vulnerable to your family is almost the hardest. It's so hard. Because you care about their opinion of you the most. Yeah. You know, some people I'm sure will disagree with that. But, right. you know, my mom, for example, if she ever thought negatively, I think I would, like, curl up in a ball and die. <laughs> right. No, exactly. I feel the same way. Yeah. So I think, you know, being vulnerable with your family is probably the hardest. It is. Yeah. 100%. Or your spouse or your, I mean, even your best friend. Like, I almost feel like... It's easier because we're also involved in social media. I almost feel like it's easier to make a post mm-hmm. about being vulnerable than it is to like discuss mm-hmm. the situation with someone, mm-hmm. depending on who it is. I think depending. my I think my fiance is probably the easiest person for me to be vulnerable with. That's I think good. social media. It's probably my fiance, then social media, then yeah. friends. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel too. Yeah. Social media, friends. Yeah. yeah. But you yeah. do. It's because you care about their opinion so much that it's hard to open up. I know. And it's just, you know, that's one of the things where we almost have to be more vulnerable because you have to put those fears out there. You do. And, and you I have think, to like set it aside. And I think, you know, we, it's been a while since we did an episode on others' opinions of you, but I think that's really important to keep in mind too is, I mean, if you put a vulnerable post out there and you get hate from someone and people are bashing you, those are not people you want in your life. Absolutely right. Not. Like if Lauren would open up about her her worries and fears about motherhood and and really just how you just talked about if anybody comes back with anything mm-hmm. crappy to say like bye yeah oh yeah you you're can't not even give it a second person thought. I mean if yeah. you wouldn't I always said I saw this quote somewhere if you wouldn't take advice from somebody you shouldn't take their criticism either because right. their opinion I mean it sounds terrible their opinion doesn't mean anything in no. your life it might mean something in somebody else's life but mm-hmm. in your situation it means nothing and you just brush it off yep and, and it's hard, and it's something that I've had to, like, learn to do, but... Well, the good thing about Instagram is you can block people, which yeah. you do all the time. <laughs> people get blocked all the Real time. quick yeah. if yeah. they do anything stupid. Even yeah. if they, like, I don't know, send... I've had people vote different ways on my polls where I was just, like, joking, but then they, like, kept being jerks mm-hmm. on my Instagram stories, and I was like, yeah, you're just not which welcome is totally here not anymore. Necessary. They gotta like, work on themselves <laughs> a little bit. First. You're just not welcome here anymore. You can go be mean to somebody else, right. not me. Thanks. Well, and that's, and that's a good point, Kira. Like, if they're, if they're being mean to you, like, right, like, we're not in middle school. Don't keep like, them around. Yes. Don't keep them and around. And some people, I mean, it's, I don't know if this necessarily ties into vulnerability, but somebody, some people keep like friends around that are just awful. I know. Like, I know why are you why. friends with this person? <laughs> like, they're not like family where you really do want to try to make things work. Right. Now I do know that some people have to push their family away because they're just mm-hmm. so toxic and I feel terrible for that situation. But like a friend, first off, they're not a friend. Exactly. If they're uh, like well, doing that to you. So <laughs> stop calling them that. Right. And then just like, distance yourself. I've had to distance myself from some people, um, that were in my life. Not that they were mean to me. They were just very negative all the time. And I'm just like, I can't do it. I will say moving to Philadelphia was probably one of the best things as far as getting away from like negativity, whether it be with family or friends, Mm -hmm. like just kind of putting that distance and miles between us has been 
life changing. And I think that has really helped with mindset and kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, that whole focus on vulnerability and mindset. Yes. A hundred percent. And even if you like, cause, uh, I won't, I can't really say too much of these, the details because the person (laughs) will know who it is, but, um, just even if it's somebody who's like around a lot, um, there's ways you can distance. And I figured that out and I still love, you know, the person that I have distanced myself from a little bit, but I found myself getting very negative and complaining mm-hmm. and, and doing so that kind of thing. Up. And yep. I was like, this, no, yep. no. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And I think you have to remember that you, you become like the people you spend the most time with. Mm-hmm. So think right now, as you're listening, think about the five people that you spend the most time with. Is that a good thing? Do you want to be like those people? If not, then you need to find people that that you're going to strive to be more like. Right. Absolutely. Like you should hang never... out with the people that you want to like. You 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 admire them for something, whether mm-hmm. it's their actions, their positivity, whatever. Right. Somehow get to know them and get around them. It's yeah. not by yeah. being vulnerable. Yes, <laughs> exactly. And, you know, it also comes down to mindset and you know, this is kind of like off on a tangent, but as far as mindset and things you want to achieve in life, it's not going to happen until you actually believe it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So if you sit there and you think, Oh, I'm stuck in this negative lifestyle. I'm stuck around all these negative people. Then you are going to be stuck around those negative people. Yes. But if you say like, no, I'm working on myself. I'm going to work on my, you know, my, whatever, my mindset, this is the goal I want to achieve. If you don't visualize it, you're not going to get there. You have to put it out there. As crazy as it sounds, you have to put it into the universe and just say, nope, I'm going for it. Like, this yes. is what I'm doing. This is so weird because I was listening to my book that I'm reading right now. It's called Built to Last. And he literally said, like, you every day, he's like, even set an alarm on mm-hmm. your, like, phone or something for every, like, hour, couple hours in the day that just says, like, say, I can, I will, or I am. I can, I will, mm-hmm. I am, and whatever you're trying to do. And he's like, then I want you to literally sit down for a second and just visualize yes. what you're wanting mm-hmm. out of whatever you're trying to do. And I love mm-hmm. that because sometimes, you know, we forget what a we're kind of striving to, to get or to be. And then we also use the word, I can't, mm-hmm. you know, whatever we use all those negative words. So just saying like, I can, I will, I am I'm out loud. I started saying it in the car and I was like, Oh my God, I feel so much better. Like you I can do. definitely it's, do this. It sounds so crazy, but it yeah. really helps. Um, I follow, if you guys don't follow me, you should Jim quick on Instagram. Oh, I love he him. is amazing. He's oh a positive God. mindset coach and he just like kills it. He's yes. like, listen, if you want something like just say it and you have it, like mm-hmm. it doesn't exist until you say it. So I like, used to make my students listen to he's amazing. Um, his podcast. And <laughs> he's amazing. They're always like, do we have to listen to Jim Quick again? I'm like, yep, because he's amazing. You sure and do. They Everybody lot, should though. follow him. He's awesome. He yeah. really is. So we'll link we'll link that Instagram in, in our show notes as mm-hmm. well. So you can go follow him. Exactly. And we're gonna link all the three of our Instagrams as well. So you can come follow us. And please don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Right. <laughs> and we are normal people. <laughs> yes. We are normal people. Like send us a message and just tell us your story too. I mean, that's, for sure. that's what we're here for. Yay. So, all right. Awesome. Thanks time. for being on. Yeah, thanks ladies. Thanks for coming. <laughs> of course. Till next time.